Okay, what's up boys and girls? How are you doing? Um, really do hope you guys are having a wonderful time. Pretty sure that's not happening because of the situation. You know what I'm talking about, but anyway. So, um, guys, I have a good news. My friend from United States of America who lives in Houston, Texas, Dallas, will join our live cast. His name is David, and as I told you guys, he lives in Houston, in America. So I will just send this guy a quick message to tell him join us. Just a sec. Hey, David, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, I'm live on LiveCast, so please join us. I don't know, guys, but uh, he seems to be offline. I just sent him a message on, on WhatsApp. So I do hope he checks his watch as soon as possible. So, uh, Priya, how are you doing, girl? Yeah, I've been quite busy. Uh, you know, my, my grandpa passed away two days ago, unfortunately, and uh, we were quite busy uh, doing some stuff. And he was uh, he was kind of old, by the way, but, you know, he had some problems. Um, his, uh, I think, kidney just stopped working, and he had some heart issues. So he passed away two or three days ago, and I couldn't even make time to scratch my hair. Anyway, so thank you, Freya. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, actually, I would always check out Livecast on CastBox. I was just scrolling down uh, the other day, and I saw you were live as well, and you... Uh, have some pretty cool topics on your live cast. And I wanted to join, uh, frankly speaking, but whenever I was checking the live cast, I was outside. So even if I, if I, even if I had tried to join, I wouldn't have been able to, uh, get on a call with you. So that's why I didn't join. But good job. Really good job, Priya. Um, uh, you were actually, Rocking on LifeCast. Okay. Okay, guys. Okay, yeah. God damn, it's like... I don't know. Like, David told me, like, he would be offline. He would be online uh, in an hour, but he's offline. I don't know. Maybe it's early in the morning in the United States. And uh, if it's not early in the morning, uh, he must be sleeping or he must be outside hanging around with his friends. I don't know. Yeah, Priya, I use Telegram. Um, this is my, my number on Telegram. Oh, by the way, the application is totally censored in my country, so we have to use a VPN application to access it. Uh, but that's not a problem, by the way. I, I can easily... Uh, use Telegram. Uh, I have managed to find the Vorken VPN app on Play Store. So I did download it and it works without a hitch. Oh, by the way, somebody was trying to join. Anil, uh, I will accept calls uh, really soon. Just wait for a second. I'm trying to install and update some of my programs on my computer. So uh, that's why I can't handle some calls. Uh, really sorry, but I apologize.
So, yeah. So, guys, today's topic is all about, uh, let's say, a school is a simple letter, despite the fact that some of you guys say, like, without a school, people are nothing. No. In my eyes, a school is just a simple letter. It helps you go high, but it just helps you. I can say only 2 or 3%. It helps you go higher in your life. You got to do it yourself. And um, the reason... I'm going to be talking about this topic is because some of my friends always complain about life and they say, uh, we have master's degree, but we are unable to find a job. And I just want to tell them, like, just cut the shit out. Just simple. Yes. Yeah, in simple words, just cut the shit out. That's your problem. That's not that you can't put the blame on a school. You can't put the goddamn blame on your teachers. They did what they were supposed to do. But right now, if you don't have a job, it's because of your mistakes. So many mistakes that you have made in your life. Um, like, guys, to be honest, take a look at what we learned at school. Take a look at what we learned at school. Nothing. Literally nothing. I remember back in, back in the days in Iran, uh, we were forced to learn about Persian literature. And I was like, why the hell? Should I know about Persian literature? I, I, I'm not even interested in this. Guys, you have no idea how many valuable hours I wasted. How many valuable hours I wasted in my life learning Persian literature. I don't even know why. So, um, I think about those times, those actually valuable days that I could have done something else. I could have focused on programming more. I could have focused on English a lot. But I, I couldn't. They were just trying to teach us some useless, some useless bullshit at the school. Uh, the only subject that I was really interested in was, uh, let's say, English. And sometimes, not all the time, history. That's it. But I sucked at physics. I sucked at math. I, can, I, I, I was a dumbass when it came to solving some math questions. I was the only person who would act like a stupid person. I didn't even know how to multiply two numbers easily, so I had to use a simple calculator. And that's why I decided to buy my, uh, let's say, a score on the test. Thank God, thank God our teacher was really down to earth. And I really, I sooner or later, I figured out that this guy would accept money. Don't call this something like a bribery, no. I gave him, uh, let's say, U.S. dollars, 30 U.S. dollars, and I got my score on the test easily. If I hadn't done this, guys, right now, I wouldn't be sitting here. I would be stuck in high school right now. And I wouldn't have passed my math test if the guy hadn't accepted my uh, request. Anyway, so uh, we just learned math, science, and nothing. E excellent. That's it. A bunch of useless subjects that they try to impose on us. I don't even understand why. Just why? God damn it. Uh, teachers are wasting their times. We were just wasting our times. Um, I remember I was 15 years old, guys. I was 15 or 16 years old when I first became familiar with the, uh, with a programming language called Visual Basic 6. Visual Basic 6, pretty sure some of you guys may have heard about it, especially you Indians, because you guys um, are said to be the core of, uh, let's say, programming area. You guys are really good at programming. 
So Visual Basic 6, I became familiar with this kind of programming language and I was the only person in class who would always ask so many, uh, let's say, uh, questions about writing codes. But let's say my friends would always tell me like your questions are not even pertinent to what the teacher is saying. So what are you trying to do with these codes? And because I knew, I knew I could do something more with those lines of codes. I knew that I could write a virus. I knew I could manipulate my computer. I knew that I could easily, uh, let's say, write a, I don't know, write a simple script to automate boring stuff in my life. But my friends were totally unaware of the fact that the programming language is like a language, a spoken language that helps you interact with your computer. So I was just curious to know a lot about programming languages. Anyway, I was telling you guys, so I started focusing on programming languages back in the days, and I stopped focusing on my, uh, let's say, uh, other lessons like physics, math, I don't know, stuff like this. So at the age of 18 or 19, I was hired by a company to write some uh, basic and simple scripts, and that was my first experience working for a company, by the way. And uh, to be honest, um, I can say I really wish uh, there was a solid type of curriculum, a very useful type of curriculum at schools, universities. So, you know, this kind of curriculum that uh, a type of curriculum that could easily help all the students all around the world uh, find a job easily. This is 21 century. You don't have to have a boss, goddammit. You don't have to have a boss. You don't have to have someone telling you what to do and what not to do. You are the only person who can do whatever you want to do. As a programmer, I was my manager. I was my project manager. I was my supervisor. I was my, uh, let's say, my own colleague. I was, I was everything at that time. I used to wake up in the morning, right, uh, at 9 or 10 a.m. in the morning, and I would just drink a cup of hot tea, and that's it. I would fire up my computer right after that, and I would just sit at my desk writing billions of lines of codes. And it felt really good, like after 10 or 7 hours of writing codes, you finally uh, get the program to work. Let's say, um, you know, if you guys are familiar with programming, you know that sometimes, even if you are adroit at writing codes, sometimes you run into a problem that cannot be fixed. And thanks to huge, huge thanks to stackoverflow.com, uh, all programmers uh, can easily, can easily, uh, let's say, fix some issues. There are billions of answers on stackoverflow.com. Uh, and you can easily navigate this website to find the proper answer for your problem. But I am like, okay, uh, I wish we had a different education system. Just just take a look at how many how many people, how many students graduate every goddamn year. And right after uh, their graduation, let's say ceremony, um, they stay home for two or three months uh, in order to relax. Um and right after three or four months, they try to find a job. But the problem is they are out of luck. They can't find a job. Why? Because at a school or during university period, they learned nothing but some goddamn useless theoretical stuff. 
just theoretical stuff. When you go work for a company, the first question you are asked is, okay, you are here to uh, work as a programmer or as a designer or as a content writer. Okay, show us what you got. Show us what you got. And so, so uh, what do you want to say? You want to say I have I have master's degree, or do you want to say I have bachelor's degree? The manager will spit on your face. God damn it! Like the manager will say, just get the fuck out of my office. I don't need your master's degree. Everybody has master's degree. All of us have master's degree. All of us have PhD. All of us have bachelor's. I don't know why uh, people think like if they go to university, if they uh, get a higher degree, like PhD, master's degree, they have a higher chance of getting employed. No, it's not going to work for you. It's not going to work. This is 21st century. We are getting close to the, uh, let's say, to, the, to this time where all, uh, let's say, all, you know, whatever we have been doing the whole time will be done automatically. They will all be controlled by codes. That's why Bill Gates says you got to learn how to code. Uh, I don't know uh, who actually said this, uh, by the way, but somebody said instead of uh, forcing your children to learn a language, like Russian language or, or English language, teach them how to write codes. Because they can easily, let's say, uh, learn how to speak English just by being in touch with some people. Like, they don't have to talk like native-born speakers. All they have to do is learn how to express their feelings and get their way around. But teach them how to write codes. Because we are, uh, we are about to change the world by artificial intelligence. By developing so many robots um to let's say control our life so um I, I i don't know i don't know why the goddamn education system doesn't allow children students people to choose a aesthetic major and focus on that major the whole time i don't have to learn persian literature when i want to become a programmer I don't have to. I don't have to know about the history of my country when I'm trying to learn how to write codes. When I'm trying to become an English teacher, I don't have to learn about the history. I know I really care about history, but I mean, like, uh, I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to go in detail. I'm not supposed to learn it in detail. No, I don't have to. Who says I have to? I just. I just feel like I wish there were uh, there were a reset button, a simple reset button that I could press, and at the push of this button, everything would change. Education system would change, and um, let's say the school curriculum would change. But unfortunately, there is no option like this on the table. I don't know about you guys, like Tahi is here, Sorosh is here, Preya is here. I don't know about you guys. You may, you guys may have some uh, different viewpoints, but uh, to be honest, I did this myself. And I'm super happy. I'm super, super happy uh, about what I did. I changed my major, despite the fact that my family forced me not to change my major for years. Uh, my post-diploma was computer science and my family said don't change your major uh, someday in the future you will be hired by a bank and you will be an accountant 
I don't know, you will be a software engineer. But I knew at that time that there, the day will come that the employment rate will go lower and lower. And I knew I wouldn't be hired. So it's, it's, it's like uh, some supernatural power was forcing me to choose my major. And I decided to learn English because I wanted to get a scholarship, like a full scholarship to go to America. And get a job in that country and finally get the goddamn citizenship. That didn't happen, unfortunately. That did not happen. Like, if it had happened right now, I wouldn't be talking to you guys here from Iran. I would be alive directly from the United States of America. Um, but the thing is, I'm super happy with what I did. I'm super happy. I'm, I'm, I'm totally satisfied. So you're against your curriculum totally. I'm totally against my curriculum. It's totally useless. Um, you know, the good news is uh, I have faced some ch uh, changes in my country recently. For example, the Iranian government said, um, you know, all schools must teach all the students um, something. I don't know. Whatever the case may be. Like, they have to be taught something useful. So after the class, they can make money. For example, you are a high school student. And uh, Iranian government says, for example, instead of taking the students to a swimming pool, you guys can teach them programming languages. Python programming language has become a very, very popular programming language in Iran. I know a guy who is 13 or 14 years old, and he recently told me about this. He said, at the school, we are being taught how to use Python to solve mathematical questions. And I was like, okay, you are 14 and you are being taught a programming language. How valuable this is. If you try to miss this chance in your life, someday you will open your eyes and you will be 25 just like me and you will say, oh my God, I missed a valuable opportunity in my life. So, but at that time, back in the days, I remember they would just give, give us a ball and they would force us to go uh, to the yard of the school and play football. How ridiculous this is. We would go play football outside, um, imagining like, yeah, we are Cristiano Ronaldo. I remember my friends, actually, they, they would make a score. And they would scream out loud, and I, they were like, oh, my God, I made a score. Like, I'm a professional. I'm a super football player. I don't know. Like, I just, God damn it. It doesn't really matter, like, for how many hours you play football. Someday you will be an adult. You got to be responsible. You got to be responsible for everything when you're 25. And when you get married, this huge responsibility rests on your own shoulders. And you got to handle a life. It's not just you. At that time, in the future, it's not just you. It's going to be all about somebody else, your wife, your children. And um, people would make fun of me back then. I remember I would be criticized all the time. Let's say, um, I, I can't say I was abnormal. I, I would always play football, by the way, but I sucked at playing football. I would go outside, I would hang around with my friends, but the thing is, I was the only person who would always talk about computer stuff, so I would be called sometimes a computer geek. I know that is kind of disrespectful when somebody calls you a computer geek, 
because um, it depends on the way the person says it. For example, if they say it sarcastically, it's like you are an asshole, like you are stupid. You can't socialize with people. All you know is just some codes that are totally meaningless. But these meaningless codes, these meaningless lines have helped me become a professional programmer. But they were, they, they were like, no, it's totally useless. Um, it was like a competition, by the way. Um, we would always fight verbally. Like, tomorrow I, I will get 20, uh, let's say, on the test. And my friend would tell me, no, I will get 20 on the test. And I was like, okay, if you get 20, if I get 19, what kind of difference would it make? Let's say I get 18. What kind of difference would it make? Nothing special. So at the age of 19, or 20, I think, um, I went to the university. And I was studying computer science. I remember uh, we had a professor who was adroit at SQL Server and uh, especially writing codes and TSQL. Um, I, I actually, I got to thank this guy for whatever he taught me about the Linux distributions. Again, I was the only person who was extremely interested in writing SQL queries. Even at that time, my friends will tell me, okay, like you keep writing codes and you are, you always get 20 and the professor likes you, so what? And I said, uh, right now you are telling me so what? But I, I, I'm, I'm a CIA. I'm a CIA in, in three or four years. When I have my master's degree, when you have your master's degree. And I will see you. And the first question I will ask you is, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? At that time, you used to make fun of me. You used to criticize me for... What I was doing. But now I can keep doing the same thing that you used to do. So um, just in a, in a simple word, just education system sucks. Take a look at India. Professional programmers live in India. Take a look at what's happening in Silicon Valley. There are I don't know, thousands of Indians working in the company because they understand the value of working as a freelancer. In 21st century, we cannot think of, uh, let's say, getting employed. No, especially in my country, Iran. I can't even think about this. I can't even think of working as, as an employee uh, like in a company, like even in 20 years. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So if I keep wasting my time, no one will give me a hand. No one will help me, uh, let's say. No one will bail me out of this, let's say, horrible situation. No one is going to give me a job. That's why I understood the value of working as a freelancer. I learned English and I learned how to write codes because I knew that someday in the future I will have my own job without having to uh, let's say work for another person no 
the question is, why work for somebody else when you can be your own manager? Why work for somebody else when you can actually, why, why work in a company where you can easily stay home and uh, do your stuff and get paid every month easily? Just that's the question I'm, I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about, guys. When I teach online, I think about those teachers who teach outside in language institutions. I also teach in a language institution called uh, LAV Institution, uh, which is situated in Zanjan in Iran. And I really enjoy teaching in this language uh, institution because I like the environment and their primary focus has always been on speaking. So I like it there. But you know, some teachers actually turn a blind eye to the fact that if they try to improve themselves, if they try to beef up their English level, they will have a higher and higher and higher chance of getting employed. They will have a higher chance of finding a job easily. But some teachers always say, okay, um, I have been teaching English to intermediate uh, students, and that's it. It's enough. If you tell yourself it's enough, it's like you have set a limitation point for yourself. And this limitation point is not going to allow you to go ahead. So you got to always tell yourself, you got to always enchant this, you got to always tell this out loud when you're alone that if you are adroit at something, if you're a professional English speaker, if you're a professional designer, you have to always say something, something aesthetic, that I still need to focus a lot on what I do. I always tell, tell myself that my English sucks. I always tell myself that I'm not good at English. I always tell myself, James, your vocab box is empty. You got to fill it. You got to fill it with billions of new vocabs. You don't know anything about English. You don't know anything about, uh, let's say, uh, English vocabs. You can't talk. This way, I feel like um, I got to beef it up all the time. All the time. Literally all the time. And, uh, yeah, guys. This is actually how it's handled in Iran. Education system has so many defects and flaws, and uh, really, I, I really do hope that they find a proper solution for this. So, so guys, Priya and Srush, how are you guys doing? How's life sailing? Anything new? Okay, um, you know, guys, um, even at that time, I was always, uh, let's say, uh, thinking of 
working as a freelancer, especially at that time, I, I would always watch some uh, videos on TED.com. And I'm pretty sure you have learned a lot about uh, stuff using uh, TED.com. People just uh, give speech and uh, they are professionals, by the way, so you can learn a lot. So I remember watching so many videos on TED.com. Ted, <coughs> sorry about this, TED.com. And uh, whenever I saw a person, uh, whenever, whenever, for example, whenever I saw a person, a boy or a girl, um, let's say, give me a second, I got a message on WhatsApp. Who's this guy? Who's this? Uh, the phone number is unknown, and the username is what the hell? The username is after chasing i got tired holy moly what a goddamn username anyway guys yeah i was telling you guys um yeah even at that time whenever i saw a boy or a girl uh let's say um i don't know like getting thrown up in the air i was like i can be this guy myself i can be this guy for example, uh, if I do this, I will be the one getting thrown up in the air and instead of this boy and instead of this girl. So that was like a huge motivation, uh, let's say, engine. So whenever, whenever I fired up my motivation engine, uh, the level of my motivation would, uh, let's say, would keep increasing. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. You don't have to think about extrinsic uh, motivation points. You can increase it uh, yourself easily. Okay, what's up, are you going to hire you? My head is spinning anti-clockwise. Hey, Tahi, why? What's wrong? Oh, headache. I'm good. How about you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm great. Um, give me a second, Tahi. Uh, you are from India, right? Kashmir. Um, you mean Pakistan? No, Indian uh, legally occupied. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, I was going to ask you a question. Um, that's why I asked you where you are from. Um, how come how come you Indians are so good at dancing, especially girls? I don't know why. Like, um, are you guys? Uh, let's say, are you guys told how to dance? Are you guys taught how to dance at a school? That's why you, I, I think you guys got this in your DNA. You know, whenever I watch an Indian movie, 
I don't watch the whole movie. I just look at the Indian characters like a robot. But whenever I see Indian Indians are about to dance, I am like, yeah, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. And right after they are they are they finish dancing, I shut down the goddamn TV. I just like when you guys dance. You guys are so syn- let's say synchronized. Like I don't know how you guys do it, but it's it's pretty cool. I suck at dancing. When I dance, it's like I'm I'm fixing a bulb using my hands. Or when I dance, it's like I can't even move my goddamn ass like a normal human being. Uh, that's why I try not to dance even for a second. No, Tahi, you can't touch me. Like if I if I dance in front of you, uh, you'll keep laughing for six or seven hours, and you will finally pass out. And I gotta look for a glass of water to make you come back to life. So it's gonna be a boring test. Let's not do it. Yeah, you can teach me. All right, I can trust you. You know, uh, but I gotta come all the way to India. I really admire you guys for your fluid movements. You know, you move your body um, like like you got no skeleton, goddammit. That's why it's uh, super amazing. But dancing is cool. Um, you, know, you know, in my country, even people, especially when boys and men dance, um, you know, it's like we are women. It's like we are gay. I don't know why I'm saying this. Uh, really, no dis- disrespect for, uh, you know, especially sources here. No disrespect if, if, if this guy actually dances um, by following um, a type of dance that is always used by women in Iran. But my American, actually, friends, um, especially on Facebook, some... I remember like they were talking about how Iranian men dance and they said they dance like women. Are they gay? And I was like, why are you even asking this? This is just a, this is just a simple dance. Uh, why do you have to, have to say they are gay? And they said, no, because you guys also kiss. I assume we have talked about this topic before uh, on one of my live casts. So there's no time to, there's no point in talking about this again. But anyway. You know, we can break dance, Ariana. Priya is also here. Uh, Priya, I think you're a professional dancer as well. I look at your profile picture and I can see, like, if I just play a simple music here, you will forget all about English and you will try to dance. You know, you know, some people cannot control themselves. If you play a music, of course, they are looking at you. But believe me, like, uh, in their imaginations, they are just uh, dancing. In front of X Factor judges. Yeah, um, Tahi, uh, speaking of you yourself, you look like dancer as well. Look at your hair. It's like you're very emotional. Yeah, sure, sister. I'm good at it. Yeah, Ariana. Pretty sure you're also good at dancing. And I am the only person here who sucks at dancing. So I am alone. So I need somebody else. I need I need a sucker here. 
I need somebody else to join who is a sucker. But speaking of breakdance, guys, speaking of breakdance, it's super amazing. Um, I used to do parkour. You know what I'm saying, right, guys? Parkour. Suresh knows what I'm talking about, actually. But uh, because recently in Iran, uh, the king of parkour was arrested by Iranian police department. And because uh, he actually uh, he had his uh, photo taken with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend was, you know, somehow naked while sitting at the top of a building. And they got arrested by the government. So anyway, I'm good at parkour, so I can have some fluid movements. Um, but breakdance is super amazing, guys. Oh, wow. Just imagine yourself. You are doing it in front of people, and they are just – they have some tattoos all over the place, and there's a cool music being played in the room, and suddenly somebody starts dancing, and they break their neck while dancing, and you say, whoa, and you stop the music, and you go home, and the guy ends up in the hospital yeah that's what i'm talking about i don't want to end up in hospital i don't want to break my neck this will happen like you can't say it's it's totally inevitable it, it will happen if you break dance uh you will break your, your neck even even i see some professionals who have been doing this like let's say for for centuries but you know just make a simple mistake a very simple mistake and you're down for you will break your neck you will be paralyzed and you can't even move your goddamn ass. Okay, if you'll dance with me, I'm going to blow your head. Okay, Tahi, uh, you're talking about you're talking about me or Ariana. And um, Priya, hey, um, why are you silent? What's the problem? You know, on my live cast, you're a good listener. But on your live cast, damn it, like you talk. You're a talker. Like you keep talking for hours and somebody got to give you a glass of water. Otherwise, you will pass out in just two seconds. And pretty sure you have your family sit beside you while you have a live cast. I'm pretty sure that's the case. You have your family sit beside you, and uh, you force them to give you a glass of water while you are uh, having your life kissed. Yeah, that's right. She is energetic. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, exactly. She is. Tahi, can, can you sing? Okay, I have a question here. Take uh, Listen to my voice. If I sing, you will barf up your guts. You will vomit. But this voice you can't sing, goddammit. You know, you can't believe this, Tahi, Ariana, Sarush, and Priya. Uh, in the past, my voice like was like uh, was kind of close to a girl's voice. Uh, I, I had this warm, very soft voice. But I told you guys I tried so hard to change it. I, I was trying to mimic, uh, let's say, I was trying to produce some sound that would uh, that would look like um, ad, would look like an adult's voice all the time. I would do this too. After practicing, I would keep coughing and sneezing because 
I wasn't supposed to be speaking like that. I was forcing, I was forcing my uh, vocals uh, to produce specific sounds. Uh, but to be honest, uh, even right now, if I try to scream, I can't scream. I have tried it so many times when I'm alone, but if I try to scream, you guys will laugh and you will say, how stupid. Uh, my, my voice is like this. So I can't sing, I can't scream, but I can yell. Damn it, I can't yell. And if I yell, um, you guys will be scared. So I, I, I'm not going to yell right now. I'd love to hear. No, I'd rather not do it. I'd not do it here. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, speaking of Indians, they are they are damn good at dancing, and they are so emo. Oh, by the way, hey, I have a question. Uh, one more question about you guys. How come in Indian films and movies, when you guys are about to burst into cry, but before crying, actually, you guys you move your head in a very specific way, and you move your hands, by the way, in a very specific way. And I am like, why and how, how can they do this? I know this is a silly question, but um, you, you have your own accent and, and you guys are professional at switching. Uh, you, are, you guys are really good. Believe it or not, you guys are really good at switching between languages. It's like I, I'm listening to an Indian actor and, and, the, and the actor is talking in Indian language. Suddenly he says, no, I'm sorry, I do apologize. And suddenly they say no in Indian language. God damn it, don't change the language. I was, my feelings were being manipulated with your Indian accents. Suddenly you start talking in, in English accent, and I'm like, wow. What really happened here is spoiled, totally spoiled. Stick to Indian or stick to English. Nobody's forcing you to say, I'm sorry in English. Just speak in English or Indian. And... The second problem is you guys always move your head in a very specific way while apologizing, while saying I'm sorry, while saying that was not my fault. Um, and of course, like it really, really attracts my attention when you guys do this. But after you finish doing it, I am like, just why? Just why? Why are you moving your head like that? And, for example, in my country, if we apologize, we directly look the person in the eye and we say, hey, I'm really sorry, I apologize. Like we use, we, we say, we express our feelings using our uh, voice tone. But you guys do this using body language. And the way you guys do it is, um, is very good, actually, is very good. Yeah, that's right. So, Sarush, um, you must have heard about the uh, news, actually, that, that um, the boy and his girlfriend got arrested by the government. Hey, what's your take on this? Uh, do you think that was just, that was fair, or they, should, they shouldn't have been arrested? What do you think about this?
Okay. So, <coughs> ah, God damn it. Um, Satrap just joined and welcome. So, Seattle, where are you from? What's the trick? I wish I knew. I'm so done with thinking through all the things I could have been. And I know you wanted to. All it takes is that one look you do. And I run right back to you. You cross the line. And it's time to say F you. Oh, yeah. What's the point in saying that? When you know how I'll react. You think you can just take it back. But shit just don't work like that. Cause when it all falls down then whatever is uh, All Falls Down by Alan Walker. All Falls Down by Alan Walker. Okay, guys, tell me uh, to play Bad Guy by Billie Eilish or On My Way, Alan Walker. 
or End of Time by Alan Walker and Eric's. I don't know. What the hell? Like, this name is, is, a, is a jawbreaker. Eric's? Eric's? God damn, I don't know. And, or Inna, Sun is up. On my way, Ariana. Okay, cool. All by Alan Walker, Tahi. Which one? I don't have this. All by Alan Walker. Oh, you mean all tracks by Alan Walker. Okay. Okay, great. So let's play this goddamn music on my way, Alan Walker. Let's go. I'm sorry, but don't wanna talk. I need a moment before I go. It's nothing personal. I draw the blinds. They don't need to see me cry. Cause even if they understand, they don't know.
Okay, guys. And okay. Before playing the next track, uh, I'm already on stancolette.com, so I'm trying to find some other tracks uh, produced or mixed by Alan Walker, the artist. So give me a second to listen to some of the musics here. Okay, Alan Walker Fade, NCS release. What is this all about? No, this is just for dancing, like we need a DJ here. And there is no space for dancing or jumping up and down while listening to this music. So the next one is Alan Walker, Spectre. No. Feel the beat. Oh, damn it, guys. I found something very cool here. So let me go to the last minute to download some tracks from SoundCloud.com because basically we are not allowed to download tracks directly from SoundCloud uh, simply because this website has some goddamn functions that prevent us from uh, downloading some tracks illegally. But I can do this illegally using some other websites. I don't give a shit about getting arrested because I live in Iran. So if I cannot catch me, fuck them all. Fuck the cops. Okay. Download down cloud downloader. No, uh, Ariana, uh, I know you're ready for dancing. Like, you're always ready for dancing, I know. Um, but I'm trying to download this one. You guys will love it. Just wait a second until I... It's going to be downloaded, I think, in two or three minutes, uh, depending on the surf speed. Okay, download. Download track, MP3 version. Okay, good. Now it's time to upload. Goddamn the antivirus. You know, it's acting aggressively. Like it says, the MP3 file is infected with a Trojan. Okay, this is my computer and let it die. Mind your own goddamn business, goddammit. So let me press exit and you'll be fine. Okay, Alan Walker, feel the beat. Oh, we, we have an Iranian um, uh, girl here, and we have an Iranian boy, Mo Mohammed or Mohammed. Um, yeah, guys, uh, the music is being uploaded, and just a second, just a second, the goddamn button upload is here, and add local files, let me navigate to download folder, download folder, feel the beat, okay. So, uh, guys, it's being uploaded, 80, 80%, 90%, and 100%. نداشت من نهایت دارم نه تافل دارم هیچ کدوم از آزنه ندارم تا الان چون واقعی دیگه من از اون بدم که چی بشه دو سال دیگه مدرک باطل میشه بشه کار من میاد من فقط شیش و همه جا فقط در ارتباط محسسه هم نرفتم حال کنم با محسسه خودم مدرس محسسه هم با محسسه حال میکنم چون اونو هستن من انگلیسی امریکایی میخواستم انگلیسی که خیابانی صحبت کنم ولی متاسفانه اونجا چیزی که بهت یاد میدن مثلا از 18 حالت شرطی مخلوط بیان یک و دو سر رو میگم میگم بقیهش فمان الله ارخ بقیهش خود یاد بگیر حال نمی با اینم 
hope yeah guys I'm about to play the music and let's do it oh Tahi yeah you want to stick to the rules okay I can do it I choose my important Persian language not even surprised good So, Tahi, by the way, like, um, remember a few seconds ago you were talking about, uh, let's say, teaching me how to dance so I can teach you to speak in Persian language? And all you have to do is um, just uh, help me, uh, let's say, make some moves. And that's it. And I can teach you Persian language. By the way, not, uh, I'm not going to be able to make you understand whatever Persian speakers say because I suck at Persian language. I don't know anything about Persian grammar. So I can just teach you how to say hi, hello, and how are you, and that's it. You can get your way around and around. All you have to learn is, hi, hey, um, is this is this item, uh, let's say, of a high quality? I like it. What's the price? Thank you. Goodbye. That's it. But please, Tahi, do listen to my uh, recently uploaded podcasts. Um, I have talked about how Iranian people are the best, uh, let's say, they are really actually adroit at complimenting. So you got to listen to my recently published podcast on Iranian culture. And Mohammed says, no, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's replied. I also just German certificates. Okay. So while you guys are having a chat, I'm going to play this music. Where's the goddamn music? Goddamn music. Feel the beat. Let's go. All mine. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's really great, like being surrounded by you guys, uh, especially from Iran. And uh, thank you, thank you for being around us. We have another Iranian guy uh, by the name of Siam Soleimani. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I really do hope you enjoy your time being here.
Oh, holy! Holy! I didn't mean to play this track. God damn it. Let's go to Billy Eilish for a second and then I will try to uh, download the next track uh, from Sian Clouds. So, guys, um, give me a sec. Just give me a sec.
You know, Tahi, uh, give me a second. You could have re, uh, you, you could have simply paraphrased your sentence uh, in a more clear way. Just uh, if you, I think hours ago, or, or I don't know, like we have been talking for one hour and five minutes. So basically, I can say we, uh, we were talking about how I sucked at literature, Persian literature, 35 minutes ago. And um, I just finished reading your sentence. When you really want something by your heart, the whole universe conspired in your favor. And I was about to uh, please do uh, sentences like this. Uh, literature based sentences really, really like, I don't know, uh, make me heave. Because I cannot understand uh, the, uh, let's say, the logic. So, star, no, satrap is not a big deal. Like, it has always been this way. You know, when there is a well, there's, oh, yeah, exactly. You're right, satrap. And Arzu, um, just hang in there. Like, uh, you have it in yourself. Just have some self confidence and keep, uh, let's say, uh, increasing your self confidence. That's the key. Just that's the key. I remember talking like Arab people. I don't know. Uh, so many years ago, um, when, I, when I was somewhere around 19 or 18, I didn't have this kind of accent, but I tried so hard to. I worked my ass off, actually. Not to be respect, but I worked my ass off to uh, beef up my accent. Uh, that was not impossible, but uh, that took, uh, let's say, it took me so many years to get to this level. And you can do this yourself. By the way, I haven't still heard you talking in English language. So if you just, uh, if you want to just join me on a call right now, you can just join me on a call. Press the call button so we can uh, talk for a while. And then I will see, like, if your accent is good or not. By the way, I'm not responsible for telling you if, you, if your accent is good or not. I'm not a native speaker. I can't judge. I'm, I'm nobody here, okay? I'm nobody. But I know you are good at English, but you don't have self-confidence. Never say to yourself that uh, my accent even is, let's say, not that bad or not that good. Always say to yourself, okay, it's fine, it's good. I got to go ahead. I got to keep going like this. I don't have to give up. You know, giving up can easily result in your emotional feelings getting destroyed. And you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's going to be, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a lot of, a lot of diverse and negative effects on your uh, behavior and your mentality. Just take a look at those those people who always dig a negativity hole for themselves. They always dig a negativity hole for themselves, and they jump into this negativity hole, and they can never get out of this because they did this themselves. Nobody told them. For example, you have this weakness. They were they were the ones who always who would always say, uh, let's say. This is my weakness. I'm not good at this. I know what you want to tell me. I know you, you are not telling me because you are my close friend. No. You know, I, I have always been uh, a person who, you know, has never given a shit about other people's opinion. Especially when I was learning English. People would shut me down. People would shut me down all the time, like, your accent is not good, your English is not good, you cannot be understood, and you can't make people understand you. Okay, just imagine what would have happened if I had given up. Just just answer my question, what would happen if I had given up? If I had given up right now, I wouldn't be here. If I had given up, I wouldn't be an international teacher on italki.com. And if I had given up, I don't know my, what my job would be right now. I don't know what I would be doing right now. I never gave up. Okay, you tell me I'm bad at something. So get the fuck out of my life. I don't need your goddamn opinion. You are you are you are a nobody to me. 
you can't tell me what to do and what not to do. So that's why I'm telling you. Stay put. Stand still. And always try to look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, I can do this. That's it. So, um, Satrap, exactly. My father did the same. Uh, Iranian fathers. <laughs> oh, good. Good to know each and every one of us uh, stuck in our own way. Don't worry. And go on, make and practice. I didn't even care. Satrap, yes. Okay. As a child, I was very humiliated in the Iranian language class, and it had a bad effect on me. But that, now I'm trying to improve my language. Hmm. Yeah, this. I, I have been there before, Arzu. I have been there. Yeah. I feel for you. I can feel for you. Yeah. Ah, God damn it, man. God damn it. Time flies. It's uh, already 7.49 in Iran. And my friend was about to drop by, but he called me a few seconds ago and said, I'm not going to show up around because uh, my friend, actually his friend, um, will, serve, will start serving in the army in two weeks. So he wanted to see my close friend, uh, you know, as a way to say goodbye. So I didn't go out. All right, all right. Oh yeah, uh, I was busy actually looking for something. And um, give me a second, guys. Let me do this. What is Alan? I have already all of this. Alan Walker faded. So let me give this a shot. Alan Walker, see a faded cheap trails in alive airplanes. No, 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 not this one. Not this one. Oh, 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 I found, I found it, guys, yeah, let's listen to this one, it really makes you cry, by the way, but suddenly it makes you dance, so, uh, this track, like a great combination of, um, dance music and tear jerker track, give me a second, guys, my phone's ringing, who's this, okay, my mom's calling, okay, you know, for a second, I'm gonna be talking Russian language, Hello. Salam, Kubi. Shabar. Kubam. Yeh, Poshi Kam Dram Kardashyam. Anuz Nemi Aid. Chikar Mukhani Masun Jusho. Eh. Adam Unjaid Morave Bashin Alam.
Okay, guys. Uh, sorry, best. So, uh, Moen just joined. How are you, Moen? I was in a live case a few uh, days ago, I think. How are you doing, man? How have you been? Okay, yeah. I was dead. Let me just do this uh, real quick. I'm doing great, Bear. Stay mold, stay mold. And nah, nothing special is going on, actually. Holy moly, my friend is calling again. Just got. Oh, hello. کجایی؟ خب آره آره میشنم آره ساعت چنده الان وایست رو بینم هفتو آجی یه ده دقیقه یه, یه رب طولش بدی میتونم الان توی مذاکره هسته ایم بوستان سه آره آره یه لباس سری میپوشم میدنم بیرون آره فعلا خدا حافظ اوکی یه گایس آره بیرس مای فرند جس کال می اند سید ای سا مای فرند آف اند ایم فری سو ایف یو ونا گو اوت جس تپ می آف اینی وی یه مون یه مستقیم تو یو پیل Actually, I was telling you like nothing special is happening, and I'm good. And I remember I was on your live case that you guys were talking about something in personal language. And at that time, I was in my grandpa's house, but unfortunately, my grandpa died three days ago. And that's why I was quite busy. Um, let's say with the ceremony. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, I I, I kind of love my grandpa. You know, he was so passionate. He was so kind, and. Uh, but this this shit happened, you know. You know this happens all the time. Like when, whenever you feel like uh, you are kind of attached to somebody, suddenly something happens and it ruins your life. And I remember I was sleeping, and yeah, it was 10, 10 in the morning, and my my, my mom showed up around, uh, opened the door of my room, and said, "Hey, James, uh, are you sleeping? Are you awake?" And I said, "Yeah." So what do you want to say? And said, "Come on, wake up. Your grandpa died." You know, um, I can control my emotional feelings. Like you, you guys, you guys may uh, let's let's say right now saying, okay, James, like crying out loud, and uh, that was, uh, you know, shocking news. No, I didn't even cry. I was just thinking about those beautiful and valuable moments I had with my grandpa. And instead of crying, I was thinking about my my time, uh, how many hours I was around, what I did to my grandpa, my grand, let's say all the good times we had in the past. I was just thinking about those times. So before getting dressed and uh, stuff like this, I was just busy thinking about those times. But my grandpa died, and due to coronavirus, we were not allowed to have, you know, uh, how can I say, we were not allowed to establish uh, a type of ceremony that we used to establish before the coronavirus. So there were some girls who showed up around in the middle of burying my uh, grandpa, and they said, hey, you are not allowed to, for example, distribute this among the guests, only water. And one of you guys wearing a mask must do this. Not all of you. 
And I just simply said, yes, thank you. Thank you for pointing it out. I will listen to your advice because I'm not going to get killed at the age of 24 over a simple virus. But unfortunately, my parents didn't give a shit about this. Even right now, guys, I'm talking to you guys. All of my parents, all of my relatives are in my grandpa's house. And they are just crying out loud. And they don't know that they are in the battlefield right now. Of course, you have to express your feelings. You have to cry. Yeah, that's an undeniable fact. You can't control yourself. Your dad died. My grandpa died. Yeah, you can't control yourself. But you have to close it. You have to finish this. You have to close the doors to your relatives. If you really care about them, close the doors. Okay, just close the doors. Uh, I just talked to my mom and I said, like, uh, okay, when are you guys going to come back? And she again, again said, it's unclear. We don't know. Like, we have no clue when we can come back home. And I said, even if you are right now sitting beside some people wearing a mask, that goddamn mask will not protect you. It's not going to protect you. A simple mask cannot protect you. Like, uh, it has been said by some professional doctors and nurses all around the world that this virus can easily, uh, let's say you can be infected with this virus easily, even um, while by standing beside a person who is sneezing or coughing. Let's say you're standing beside me and you're wearing a mask and you think like you are safe. No. Even if I sneeze or cough, that's it. You will get the virus. And God knows when you will die. But unfortunately, my parents, uh, let's say, have closed their eyes to this undeniable fact that this virus is not a flu. It's a type of virus which seems to have been programmed, which seems to have been manipulated, which seems to have been developed to do some specific things all around the world. Unfortunately, one more bad news. My friend's sister yesterday got the virus. And while I was talking to you guys on this live cast, at the same time, I was writing a message to my friend. And, she, and my friend said, my sister is crying out loud. We can't control her. The pain is annoying here. And my, my sister is, I don't know, is just suffering. She got the virus. Why? Because she was in her grandpa's funeral four or five weeks ago. So that's it, guys. That's it. No disrespect, but you don't fuck with the coronavirus. You fuck with the coronavirus, you know what's going to happen to you. You will die. And you will be buried four meters under the ground. And nobody will give a shit about you after 40 days. And the future generation will look at you, will look at all those people who went outside during the pandemic, and they will, they will say all of those people who did this were some ignorant people who didn't give a shit about other people's lives, let alone themselves. So what will you, like, what will your children say in the future? Like my parents said, uh, in the name of Allah, in the name of God, like we will be safe. Okay, this is fine. This is good. You can't say God will help us. But this is serious, guys. This is serious. It's totally out of control. You can't say if I say God will protect me if I go out. So then I'm going to be safe. No. 
ridiculous. This is goddamn ridiculous. God can help you, but not in the way you think. God has given you a brain. An unlimited hard drive is inside your skull. Unlimited hard drive. It's so powerful. And God has given you logic. Logic is the most powerful weapon in the world. If you have logic, you can get your way around. If you have logic, you can become a billionaire. But if you don't have logic, you're a stupid person. So I am the only, for example, right now, I'm not supposed to be talking to you guys. I was supposed to be in my grandpa's house crying and helping people, like distributing some uh, uh, stuff or items. And uh, let's say do stuff like this. But I'm talking to you guys because I told my family I'm going to go home after one day. Right after the ceremony, I'm going to go home because I really care about my life. If I die at this age, I have lost my chance. Again, I have told you so many times, I was born once. And I'm not going to be given this chance again. Of course, like some um, series say, when you die, you will be born again in the shape of another human being. But no, I don't believe in that stuff. So, um, if you devalue your life, it's like you're an ignorant person. And I really do hope that my family comes back home. At least tomorrow. They, they have been there, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, since Sunday or Monday. I don't know exactly. I can't recall. Uh, but they have been there since Monday or Sunday. And uh, the more they stay there, uh, the more, uh, the more, let's say, people will come. And when people come, some of these people actually are not wearing a mask when they show up around. I saw so many of them uh, actually handshaking and i saw one of them uh saying out loud hey come on let's ha let's make a handshake and the guy said no you know because of the virus uh maybe i am sick no disrespect maybe i am sick that, uh, that i am totally unaware of so maybe i am the person who will get you infected and the guy said no corona is a joke man all they show on tv like all those dead bodies being buried four meters under the ground is just a movie Corona doesn't even exist. You know, guys, you know, you know what's funny? Those people who say corona is, corona is a joke, to be honest, it, has, it hasn't happened to your family members. It hasn't happened to one of your relatives. That's why you haven't seen your beloved one suffering. You haven't seen your sister, your brother, your dad, your mom suffering, coughing, sneezing, unable to breathe. Just like George Floyd. And that's why you say, you keep saying that Corona is a joke. So it's a very good idea before, let's say, you open your mouth, before shooting from the hip. You think logically. Just for a second. Okay, just for one minute. Think logically. Then start shooting from the hip. My, my friend's sister is suffering right now. His grandpa died four weeks ago. My friend's dad died, I think, one month ago, just due to corona.
and even right now my 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 actually uh let's say friend says that it's totally out of control and my sister is crying yet loud we can't control this i really do hope she uh gets well soon but only god knows what's gonna happen only god knows what's gonna happen I don't know. Uh, I don't know actually. Oh, by the way, we have a girl here from Iran, and Miss Gorbani is here. How are you? You finally joined, yeah? Pretty sure you're not using a laptop because you don't have a good relationship with your laptop. And if you had a chance to destroy it, you would destroy it right now. You hate it actually. You hate your laptop. God damn it! I couldn't actually make you use it. Believe it or not, laptop is a very great thing, but Unfortunately, you hate it. Okay, guys, great. So anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know when this will be over. Coronavirus will be around us for years, for centuries. Uh, there will be no vaccine. Let's not fall ourselves around. There will not be a vaccine. Every day they claim like there is a vaccine, there is an antidote. There has never been an antidote. They are just wasting our time. When they when they say if we put the country uh, on full quarantine, they know that the economy will take a nosedive. They know that the economy will go down. That's why they tell us, you can go out, you can open your shop, but if you die, that is not our fault. That is your life, you take care of it. We are not responsible for your life, and that's it. That's why they opened everywhere. But I do suggest, please do not send your children to school. Please, please do not send them to school. Let them stay home. They are not going to learn anything in the school, goddammit. At the school, there is nothing useful. Let them stay home and take care of them. Until a vaccine gets developed, until a simple antidote gets developed, Otherwise, you are the person who killed your own child. And you can't turn a blind eye to this. You can't say, oh my God, everybody sent their children to school. So I, I, I was also among these people. So I couldn't have allowed, let's say, my, uh, my child uh, not to learn something new. They ain't going to learn something new to school. And at school, they just play around. The teacher showed them around. They just work on some useless stuff and they come back home. School is useless. I don't know why I'm, why I'm saying this, but school is useless. I have been there before myself. It's, it's totally useless. They will finally get their degree. Don't worry about this. They will pass the exam. They will pass the test. They will get a higher, high, you know, let's say, a good grade on their tests. So you don't have to be worried about this. Uh, but I really feel pity for my friend's sister. God damn it. Like when he, when, when he said in the morning that my sister has got the virus and we just um took her back uh to home let's say from hospital i was like are you serious like are you being like serious your your sister has the virus and he said yeah she's crying she is crying and she can't control her her feelings and we don't even know what to do about this the hospital said we cannot hospitalize your sister right now so you have to take her home to take care of her and uh she must be in quarantine for 10 or 15 days and you guys are not allowed to get close to, to her 
Because if you get close, you will also get the virus. And they say if we don't get close to, to our sister, so how can we help him? How can we help her? Okay, that is the problem here. It's your sister. I don't know. Like I, I don't even know how to how to express my feelings. It's your sister, and you you can't see a person suffering. You can't even see your enemy suffering. You can't. This is something that you wouldn't even want for your enemy. Please just do not go out. I told you guys I teach in this language lab, language institution. I teach English in this language institution called LFV. They called me a few days ago and they said we're, we're going to be opening classes. And I directly said, no, I'm not going to show up around. Okay? I will handle my classes online. Because... Classes are small. Even if they were big, I would have said no again. But anyway, they are small, so let's not close our eyes to fix. Uh, classes are small. And uh, it's like uh, even if somebody tries to sneeze, I will be infected. And if I get infected, I will be among those people who are under the ground. And the name James Wall will be forgotten. I'm just telling guys, I'm about to finish the live cast. I'm about to go out because my friend is outside uh, waiting for me, guys. Please do listen to what WHO says. Whatever you hear, if your government says the numbers are dropping, if your government says everything is fine, if your government says coronavirus is totally under control, this is a scam. This is a huge, huge scam. They are telling lies because they have to. Because if they don't, all people will close everywhere, and the economy of the country will go down. And if this shit happens, that country will not be able to prosper its economy again. So that's the reason I'm telling you guys, stay home. Simple. There's nothing in heaven and hell. You want to die to do what? Just tell me. Just want to, just, just, I don't know. They are distributing candies, Let, let's say, in the next galaxy. And you are looking for those candies? No. So stay home and don't go out. Try not to hit classes. If you are a teacher, handle your classes online. That's the best possible approach. And that's the only option on the table. That's what I'm telling you guys. So thank you so much, guys. I'm going to have to end the live cast. And uh, because my friend is waiting outside, I really appreciate you guys being here. Um, that was a great live cast. Of course, like um, we didn't have time to focus on uh, other topics. And I couldn't accept more calls because this topic was kind of, I don't know, was kind of complex. And when I talk about such topics, uh, I I can't actually uh, control my feelings. Like I speak and I open my mouth and whatever comes out just keeps coming out. And I can't control it. But thank you uh, for being here. Really appreciate this. Take it off yourself and stay safe.
See ya. Bye. Oh, um, oh, give me a second before any live cast. I just got the messages here. Um, there are so many new messages from Ms. Gorbani, from Satra, from Moen. Okay. Uh, sorry, guys. Bad news. I was um, checking out the website, and I wasn't on live cast tab, and I suddenly opened the tab. So really sorry, Bad news, if I didn't actually respond back. Really sorry. So Ms. Gorbani says, yeah, I'm here, but today I just want to be a listener. Satrap says, I do the same. I don't. My student's dead. Good. Great, Satrap. Excellent. Excellent approach. Miss Gorbani says, her situation just chokes me up. Yeah. Totally annoying. I don't want him dead. Great. Okay, where are you going? Oh, I'm going now yeah, because my friend is waiting outside. Uh, I'll be outside for just one hour, I think. And Moen says, it was a pleasure listening to you. The pleasure is all mine, Moen. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, guys, now it's time to say goodbye. Thank you. I'll, I'll go live again, uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, and uh, there will be another topic, and we can talk about the topic together. We can handle this smoothly. Thank you so much, RZU, for being here as well. Really appreciate this. See you guys, all of you, Priya, Nergis, RZU, those people who are actually not having proper username, like IDs, unknown people, and Mariam Eirhahi. Yeah, from Iran as well. Thank you so much. See ya. Bye. By the way, guys, uh, the offline version of the live cast will be available on live on on, on the uncast bikes.